The following broadcast is brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International. In my spirit this morning, I felt to talk along these lines, and I believe two Sundays ago I was on it, I, I, I did a message called Unlimited Access. How many we hear that Sunday? Last Sunday we dealt on the heart of the Father, which if you haven't seen that, you need to watch that. Today, in my spirit, I kept hearing this phrase over and over, the blessing of the Lord. 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 So I'm going to pray right now and ask the Lord to help me articulate this to you so you can grab a hold of it because I believe this next week is going to be a supernatural week as we close out the month of June. It's going to be phenomenal. And I believe that God's got some great things for every person here this week, during the week. Your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, your Thursday, your Friday, and your Saturday. Not only that, whatever the enemy was planning against your life, God is already neutralizing. Now you say, but pastor, you say that all the time. Well, hasn't the Lord been doing that then? Huh? Yeah. So yes, there will be storms and there will be battles, but you come through the other side, not one hair of your head will be singed, there won't even be smoke on your garments because the Lord is with you. So take your hands, put one on your ears and one on your heart. Father, let every ear be... <laughs> People were trying to find out where this was. Lord, help them find out where their heart is and their ears. Father, let every ear be anointed and every heart receptive receive all that you have today in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen. So go with me now to the book of Ephesians, and I want to go to Ephesians chapter 1, and I want to read verse 3, Ephesians 1 and verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Everybody say, hath. Say this out loud, that's past tense. Not past tense, past tense. All right. That means it's already happened. That doesn't mean to say he's going to do it. That means he's already done it. He hath, hath blessed you. Somebody asked me, are you married? I hath been married over 40 years now, <laughs> you know. So, oh, you know, uh, one day I'll get married. No, I've already been married 40 plus years. So, hath means he already did it. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. So, last week we looked at the heart of the Father, His heart towards us. 
that he hath blessed us. You're not going to be blessed. You are blessed. Hello. Say this off to me. I'm not going to be blessed. I am blessed. I've been blessed. Somebody said, when did that take place? The moment you are born again, then this comes in effect for you. Many Christians are living below the level that God has for their life. Many people live and die without ever finding out what was in the contract. God's plan was never that you go through life and you just struggle and you just suffer and you suffer poverty and lack and sickness and disease and everything that the hell has to offer. That was never God's plan for your life. He sent Jesus to Calvary to come and seal the deal for you that you use your faith to access, we talked about that two weeks ago, and step into the promises that are yea and amen. There's no variation in it. God doesn't change. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from above the Father of lights with whom there's no variableness, neither shed of turning. So God's not like schizophrenic. Okay, I'm going to bless my people today. No, I'm not going to bless my people. I'm going to bless them today. No, I'm taking that away. I'm going to give them this and then I'll take it all away from them. He doesn't do. He doesn't do that. God's not blessing you and then cursing you and blessing you. It sounds like some people think God is just angry, walking around heaven with a, one of those mallet things that if you go to a county fair, you play whack-a-mole. Who's ever played whack-a-mole? God's not sitting in heaven playing whack-a-mole with his children. How are you doing today? Oh, just terrible. God just whacked me this morning when I got out of bed. He whacked me really hard. Boom! Somebody said, boy, and you want me to go to church with you? You're going to go worship a God that whacks you all the time? That's why you, I, I tell you, I've had it up to here with lying preachers from their pulpits that lie to their people that try to take the Word of God and change it to suit their narrative. Because they're angry, they think God's angry. Because they're mad, they think God is mad. God's not angry. He's not mad. He's happy. He's very glad. The devil's angry. The devil's mad. The devil's sorry and he's sad. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you look at that verse, it says here, he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Now, the moment you begin to talk along those lines, people say, yeah, but that's in heavenly places, and we down here on the earth. So that means one day when we get to heaven, then we'll be able to access that. Why would God give you access to things that Jesus paid for at Calvary only when you get to heaven? When you get to heaven, you won't need them there because none of what he paid for at Calvary are you going to need when you get to heaven because you're walking in a salvation that's full and complete. God gives it to you now on the earth. It's not in the sweet by and by. It's in the rotten here and now. And it's to everyone. It's to everyone. 
It's to everyone who believes. I mean, God found me in Africa because I cried out and he found me in Africa. Do you think God loves us Africans more than he loves you? Hello. Somebody said, you're not an African. I am. I'm a light-shaded African. But I knew when the Scripture said that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, and God is looking for people that He can show Himself strong on the bar. I knew. When I, when I read that, I thought, you, your eyes are going to look on me because I'm going to make a noise. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bug heaven until something happens. Let me tell you right now. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. When you're desperate and hungry for God, God will come to your house and come visit you and totally transform your life. Hallelujah. God's no respect of persons. Think God loves one nation over another? He loves everybody the same. You might have a problem with people from other countries, but God doesn't have a problem with anybody because he made everybody. I can guarantee you right now, the devil never made one person. Hello. Because I've seen everybody the devil touched and they're so confused, they don't even know which side's up or what gender they are. When the devil gets a hold of you, as a man, you'll think you're going to give birth to a baby. When the devil gets a hold of you, are you listening? But I'm so glad that God made a man a man and a woman a woman. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad I'm married to a woman. Glory to God. She has all the equipment that was needed to bring forth children. I have none of those equipment. Can you say amen? And had no desire to have those equipments. Hallelujah. I don't mind playing with hers, but anyway, so moving by on. Sorry, I had to say it. That's for married people only. Okay. I know. <laughs> I had to say that. All right, moving right along. <laughs> You have to get married. You have to get married. All the signals, you have to get married. All right. So, say this. <laughs> say, okay. All right, get back to the message. Get back to the message. Okay. So, say this after me. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. If this blessing is in heavenly places in Christ, then where are you seated? The moment you realize where you're seated, you have access to the blessings that's already in the heavenly realm. Even though you walk on the earth, you're still seated with Christ in the heavenly places. When you wake up on a Monday morning, you're seated in heavenly places. Therefore, you have access to the blessings that's available in the heavenly realm, in the heavenly sphere. The devil knows that. That's why he tries to trap you into the natural realm. And he gets you listening to preachers that talk rubbish and tells you it's not for today and God didn't mean what he said and God isn't like what you think he is. And then they make up like we are misrepresenting God. Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. He's almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. Everything he does, he does well. Everything he does is over the top. Everything he does is not five star, it's seven star. I mean, the seven spirits of God, I don't know what you want to call it, but it is next level. And everything he does is over the top and through the roof. There is nothing God does that's substandard. There's nothing that God does that's inferior. Every human being has been fearfully and wonderfully made and crafted by the master himself. Can you say amen? So say this off me. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. So now you realize if you're seated with Christ, your life is hid with Christ in God. We are his body, his hands, his feet, and his mouth. We represent him here on the earth. But if you don't understand these things, you are a terrible representative. Because you are representing what you're trying to understand with your mind, and you can't understand this with your mind. You have to grab it with your heart. Somebody said, yeah, but you're just walking in Hillsborough County right now, and you're just standing in the... I am physically here, but in the Spirit, I'm seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Now, you can try to trap me in this natural realm, but I'm not coming down to that level. I refuse to come down to that level because I have a handbook that's been given to me, which is the Word of God, which describes to me what my inheritance is. Do you know, I'm, I know we've focused on the book of Acts, and if you get the weekly uh, bulletin, we're going through the book of Acts verse by verse, but I'm kind of stuck in the book of Ephesians right now. I can't get out of Ephesians, and it looks like I'm back in the first chapter. <laughs> yes. We are under His command. We're obeying the great commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He's the one that issued Somebody said, what are you doing? Why are you coming here? Who gave you the authority? He did. People got mad at me when I first came to America. They said, well, we didn't invite you. I said, you didn't know me. How could you invite me? Well, we don't like you. Well, now that I've come to meet you, I don't like you either. But the Lord sent me as a missionary to America. Amen. I'm not going to argue with God. And every one of you have a heavenly assignment. Every single person here today under this great pavilion and you that are watching by way of television have a heavenly assignment and to accomplish God's purpose and plan. But you have to do it from your place where you're seated in heavenly place. You have to remind yourself of that because the phone call will come in tomorrow or something will happen on Tuesday or something will happen on Wednesday and then suddenly people, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is just terrible news. The doctors told me this. The lawyer told me this. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, and everybody's saying everything. Listen, they might say a lot of things, but we are seated in heavenly places in Christ and we have access unlimited access to the treasury of heaven, and he hath blessed us. We are not looking to be blessed. We are already blessed. We are already blessed. 
This week is going to be a week of where you're walking out the blessing of heaven and you're going to find yourself in the right place at the right time and the blessing will come upon your life in every way. Divine favor, God's goodness, God's grace. If anybody is going to be blessed, it's going to be you. If anyone is going to walk in the blessing of heaven, it's going to be you. Every one of us ought to obey the Great Commission to preach, teach, demonstrate, announce, proclaim the good news. Whether you in the five-ball ministry or not, we already discussed some of these things. Now, in chapter 2 and verse 1, it says, you have he quickened. Everybody say quickened. Say this off me, I'm quickened. You're quickened by the hand of the Lord. You've been quickened by Him. That took place at the new birth. When you were born again, when you were saved. That's why it's important to tell your testimony because you announce the quickening that took place. That's why the devil won't stop telling your testimony. I'm tired of hearing your testimony. You're going to hear it again. I'm going to tell it again. I'm going to tell it one more time. You'll walk around looking for opportunities to tell your testimony. Religious people go, oh, there they go again. But you're activating something. You're activating the quickening that took place by the hand of the Lord. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Then verse 6, now this is very important, verse 6. He raised us up together with him, made us sit down together. Are you ready for this? Giving us joint seating. We have joint seating with him. Oh, you're not grabbing a hold of this. We have joint seating with him in the heavenly sphere. We have joint seating. Somebody said, where are you sitting? I'm sitting with Christ in the heavenly places. I have joint seating. Somebody said, you got that close. Wow. Could I just be on row 3,542? No. You, you've got joint seating. You have joint. <laughs> Somebody said, it's impossible that everybody can have joint seating. No, that's what the Bible says. Even the littlest child of God has joined seating with him in the heavenly sphere. So if I have joined seating, why is it so important that when people become a uh, board member of some big bank, they get a seat, they're on the chair, they're the chairperson, they have a seated, they're up there, they, 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 they're honored at special events as the chairperson or the vice chairperson, whatever. I'm trying to tell you, every single one of you here today have joint seating with Christ. He made us. He raised us up. He made us. He said, come here. I'm taking you out of a life of self and sin. I'm picking you up out of that mess. I'm cleaning you up. Now you come here and you sit down. You're sitting with my son. I tell you, I feel like just running the field right now. My Lord have mercy. You're going to 
You sitting down, you have joint seating today. Some of you looking at me like you seated in row 5,043 and you're trying to use your spiritual binoculars to even find out where the throne is. Joint seating. He made you sit down with him, giving us joint seating with him in the heavenly sphere. So if the blessing is in the heavenly sphere, well, then it's fine because that's where I'm seated. I'm seated there. So I have access there. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, River Church. Come on, River Church. Now, then go to verse 19. He says, therefore, <laughs> you are no longer outsiders, exiles, migrants, and aliens. Somebody said, I'm an alien, I'm a migrant, I'm an exile, I'm an outsider. No, no. He says, you are no longer, you are not excluded from the rights of citizens. Somebody said, citizens of what? of the United States of America? No, of the kingdom of God. I am a citizen of the kingdom of God. It goes on to say, you share citizenship with the saints, God's own people, consecrated and set apart for himself, and you belong to God's own household. That means we're part of the family. This is overwhelming. There's people praying, oh, I just wish that the Lord would come nearer to me. Lord, come near. Lord, please come near. Let me know that you're with me. <laughs> he, he says, you don't even know where you're sitting. You don't even know that you're seated already. You already have, you don't have to beg. You already seated at the table. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. I'll come down there and lay hands on you. Well, I like to believe that, Pastor. For the last church I went to, the preacher cursed me. That's your problem, going to some witch doctor. In chapter 3, verse 8, says, this grace, this favor, everybody say grace, grace. favor, grace. Privilege. privilege. This privilege was granted and graciously entrusted to proclaim to the Gentiles the unending, boundless, fathomless, incalculable, and exhaustless Riches of Christ. That means of this there is no end. There is no limit. 
You're not talking about something that's going to run dry. Are you with me? You're talking about that which can never run dry. It's unlimited supply. I didn't write this. I have nothing to do with authoring the book of Ephesians. How do you get it into people's spirits? Some say, I need to get it into my head. No, please, the last place you want it is in your head. Because somebody else will come put some other nonsense in your head, in your spirit. It needs to be burnt into your spirit like a Holy Ghost firebrand. Let me read it again here. The unending, boundless, fathomless, incalculable, exhaustless riches of Christ. That's yours. That's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Shaba ba ba ba. Why is it that people will respond better to somebody calling them out and prophesying to them, but the preacher is actually standing there reading what the Scripture says, and it's available for every single person, and then people think that I'm talking to the person behind you or the side of you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to every single one of you. The unending. The unending. Boundless. Fathomless. Incalculable. Exhaustless. There's no end to it. It knows no bounds. You can't measure it. You, you don't have calculators to calculate it. And you can't, you can't expend it. It's exhaustless. It, 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 it never ends. It never, it never runs dry. The riches of Christ. And it goes on to say, the wealth which no human could have searched out. Somebody said, how will I find that? It must come by revelation. It has to come where the Spirit of God unveils your spirit and you see, okay, I've got it now. I've got it now. I might have to preach this for, you know, only God knows. And then the light bulb will come on. Suddenly people will go, hey, 
I got it. And people will jump up and start, and you say, okay, they got it. They finally got it. They finally realize. They finally understand. They finally comprehend. Do you realize the great grace, the great favor that has been bestowed upon you? Do you realize, River Church, the great grace, the great favor? The great blessing? You see, everything for me exploded in that early hours of the morning of March the 17th when the fire came in my room. Suddenly I started to see, I've been serving the Lord all my life but I saw things I never seen before. I understood things I never understood before. Not that I'm probably able to even articulate it right now, but even what I'm telling you right now, it's even bigger than that. Somebody said, well, you're making something really, really big. I said, I'm talking about God. I'm talking about your heavenly Father. My daddy's bigger than your daddy. <laughs> tell, tell everyone in the world, my daddy's bigger than your daddy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, look at verse 10. I believe we're in, we're in chapter 3 now. The purpose is that through the church, now you've got to grab this with me now. That's why the church is very important. The body of Christ, the church, is very important, muy importante. The purpose is that through the church, and I love this, this is so powerful, the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God. Everybody say, the complicated, the many-sided Wisdom of God. So you could say the many faceted. In other words, you think you know the Lord, and then you see something else, 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 and then you think, is there no end to this? No, there is no end to it. The many faceted, the complicated, many sided wisdom of God in all its infinite variety. The variety of God is infinite. Infinite. There is no limitation. And the innumerable aspects might now be known, watch this now, to the angelic rulers and authorities. In other words, through the church, he's now making known <laughs> things have changed. All the demonic realms, all of the demonic powers suddenly tremble and quake because there's the body of Christ moving in the earth with signs and wonders of the supernatural. They're on his mouth and his hands and his feet. And everywhere they go, they're taking authority. Whatever he's planning is coming unraveled. The wheels are being pulled off his chariots because God's people know 
the authority that's been given to them. They know the power in the name that is above every name. They know the access. They know they are seated with Christ. They have joint seating, and they know that they have access to unlimited measure of the divine grace. And so now what God wants to do is show off his body to the principalities and powers and say, look at this. Have a look at this. They, these guys wouldn't shut down. They ain't bowing. They're not backing off. No matter what anybody says, oh, close the church down. They shake their heads. Say, absolutely not. We, you can kill us, but we're not stopping anything. We're going to do exactly what God's called us to do. And the demons shake. Hell trembles. The principalities and powers that the rulers of the darkness of this world are shaking and they're running around in total derision because they don't know what to do because they cannot stop the body of Christ. You cannot stop the church. You can't stop his hands and his feet and his mouthpiece. They've been trying to stop the church for 2,000 years and you can't stop the body of Christ. So, let me read it again. The purpose, verse 10, that through the church, the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God in all its infinite variety and in unmeasurable aspects might be made known to the angelic rulers and authorities, the principalities and powers in the heavenly sphere. So, some said, oh, the, the, the heavenly spheres control. No, we are in the heavenly sphere. We are seated with them in the heavenly sphere. We have authority over everything in the heavenly sphere because he's put all things under his feet. He's raised us up. We seated with him. The devil's under our feet. The principalities and powers that be are under our feet. We have the authority. You have to operate from your place of authority as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. That means you have to take authority. That means when the devil comes along and wants to lie, you go, excuse me, shut up and sit down. You have no authority here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I remember back when we had that event here in June of 2021, and there were thousands of people here, and I ran security. And a guy was filming, and we said, no media. And he was trying to interview one of the speakers, and I tapped him on the shoulder, said, shut your camera off. I didn't have a badge. He didn't know who I was. I looked at him and said, shut your camera off. He said, I'm not shutting my camera off. I'm with him. I said, no, you're not with him. You'll shut your camera off now. And so I said, I said, shut your camera. He said, stop shouting at me. I said, I said, shut your camera off. He looked at me and said, who the F are you? I burst out laughing. I said, let me show you who the F I am. Now, I didn't use his language. I just used the first letter. And I grabbed him by the arm. And I drug him. And I called out security and said, throw this bum off the property. Throw this bum off the property. Then people said, oh, you're a pastor? I said, yes, your traveling circus will move on next week, but we'll have church on Sunday, and I'm protecting my congregation. Out! 
I didn't need a badge. I didn't need a badge. Picked on the wrong dude who knows exactly what his gender is. Can you say amen? So, I know that probably upset somebody that even mentioned the, the letter F. I can't believe that he even used the word, the letter F. It is in the alphabet. It stands for forgiveness. I'll forgive your sorry butt, but I'm going to throw you off the property. Put your camera off. Anybody say this after me? Those that know their God will do exploits in His name. Say this out loud. God has called me to do exploits. This week will be a week of exploits. Monday exploits. Tuesday. Wednesday. Thursday. Friday. Saturday. Glory a Dios. Hallelujah. 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 Now, look at verse 12. Because of our faith in Christ Jesus our Lord, watch this, look at this. In the Amplified Classic says, we dare to have boldness. Let me ask you a question. Dare you have boldness this week? In actual fact, let me do it this way. I dare you to have boldness this week. In actual fact, a double dog dare you to have boldness this week. It says here, because of our faith in Christ Jesus our Lord, we dare to have boldness, courage, and confidence of free access, hallelujah, is that the Lord saying, come on, I laid it all out for you, it's all there, it's yours for the taking, I didn't leave it all for Pastor Rodney. for every believer. Ephesians is for every believer. Are you listening to me? This is for every believer. Hallelujah. The purpose is that through the church, the complicated many-sided wisdom of God in all its infinite variety and innumerable aspects might now be made known to the angelic rulers and authorities and principalities and powers in the heavenly sphere. Hallelujah. 
And then verse 12, in whom, because of our faith in him, we dare to have boldness, courage, and confidence of free access, an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. That means when you pray, religious people get nervous. Like you pray radical prayers. <laughs> religious people say, I really wouldn't really encourage you to pray like that. And you slow your prayer down. Prayer is negotiation with God. Prayer is talking to God and God talking to you. Prayer that comes from the heart brings results. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, makes much power available. By your prayer, even this week, mountains will be moved out of the way. By your prayer, even this week, the enemy will be stopped in his tracks. By your prayer, even this week, by your mouth, even this week, Every plan of the wicked shall be brought to naught. Even now, confusion is being wreaked in the camp of the wicked. Even now, the enemy turns upon himself and chases himself like a dog its own tail because the hand of God is on his church, on his people. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, so we dare, we dare to have boldness, courage, and confidence of free access, an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. Hallelujah. Ha. Hallelujah. Ha. Hallelujah. Many might say, Pastor, I'm waiting on the Lord, but really the Lord's waiting on you. Because everything he's already done, and he did it at Calvary. You just have to read the fine print. Now, let me throw this one at you from chapter 4 and verse 7. Yet grace, God's unmerited favor, was given to each of us individually. In other words, you don't need to steal anybody else's grace. There's grace for each person in the place. It was given to each of us individually, not indiscriminately, 
but in different ways. Many people get jealous because of the grace on somebody's life, but they're so jealous they can't see the grace on their own life, and they don't realize that God's given each one different. It says here, in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and bounteous gift. In other words, that means to every believer that has ever existed from the day of Pentecost until now, bountiful, fathomless, unsearchable, fathomless, I, I think I just said that, I'm just trying to find the words, <laughs> no, li no limits given to each person. There's a grace on your life that nobody else has, nobody else can get. There's a grace on your life, there's a grace on your life, there's a grace on your life, there's a grace on your life. There's a grace on each and every single one of you. Some said, Pastor, I don't really think so. I don't care what you think, I see it. So shut up and start walking at it. Are you with me? Amen. And as you begin to walk in it, people are going to find out. People are going to find out. They're going to say, I tell you, you, you hear the testimonies. You, you listen to the before and the after. Hello? The before and the after. People that come here sick, broke, busted, and disgusted. Transformed. Now they're preaching. Now God's using them. What happened? They tapped into this unmerited favor, this divine grace, hallelujah, which is an empowerment. The grace does not allow you to live like the world and come to church. The grace allows you not to live like the world, but to live like a righteous person, like a person that's holy, spotless, Blameless, can you say amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that grace allows you to walk in the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's why this grace is not just for the pulpit. This grace is for the pew. This grace is not for the one or two, the few. This grace is for the many. And God has abundant grace to give the whole of His body, every member of His body. You just have to grab a hold of it. That's why all the devil's lies with racism and all this stuff to split the races up this nationality, that nationality, white privilege, you know, black privilege. Who, 
What are you talking about? There's nothing in the Bible about this privilege, that privilege. The, the Word of God declares that the promise is unto you and to your children. Every person, every person born of a woman that's come through the womb of a woman that's walking on the earth today has access to the divine grace. And bind all that racist nonsense. What garbage. This church breaks that mold anyway. Just have a look around you and see. We shouldn't even be a church like this in 2022. How many are here from other nations? Wave your hand at me. Other nationalities, stand. Everybody's from another nation, stand. Okay, be seated. We have an immigration table right on that. No, no, I'm teasing. Teasing, teasing, just teasing. I saw people, color just change. Reminds me of one Sunday, um, one of... Uh, our members here who went out and pioneered churches in, in Germany and now is in Ohio, he worked for the IRS. So I said to everybody, if you have a problem with your taxes, come over here, I want to pray for you. If you have a problem with the IRS. And I said, I have somebody from the IRS who's going to pray. People were like, oh my God. And I said, relax, he's not here to audit you, he's just going to pray for you. you know? So, well, uh, God's unmerited favor was given to each of us individually, not indiscriminately, but in different ways, in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and bounteous gift. When they say to you, there's no way, say, uh, I'll be back in a while. Somebody said, what are you going to do? I'm going to pray. I will talk to head office. It's going to be a little different than what you think it's going to be. If you knew how many things that God has averted because of this church that prays, it would shock you. Because God answers prayer. He answers prayer. How many in this place today have received answers to prayers? Well, there's a lot of other prayers you need to pray so you can get answers to those prayers too. Because you haven't exhausted him to where the Lord says, you know what, I've done so much for you. Stop asking me. 
What are you asking for? I'm asking you for the nations. I'm asking you for the nations, Lord. I'm asking you to see cities shaken by your mighty hand. One more time. One more time, Lord, would you shake the planet. One more time, would you shake the nation of the earth. One more time, clear the earth. One more time, give us that opportunity to bring in the harvest of souls. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Cuba. Thank you that Cuba will be shaken by your mighty hand. Thank God for, thank Lord what you're doing in Puerto Rico. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the nations of the earth. Let me close with this. Don't identify, even though you're from a certain country or you're a different shade, don't identify as that. Identify as a child of God. Identify as someone seated in heavenly places that has joint seating. Identify as someone that has access to the blessing of heaven. And you have access 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Have you ever noticed when you call certain places, they say, especially Friday afternoon, the office opens Monday at 9 o'clock. Hello. You call American Express. Hello. This is American Express. Where are you, sir? Are you in Atlanta? No, I'm in Bombay. <laughs> but when we pray, we have access to the throne of God. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let me pray over you this morning and let's speak the blessing over you for this upcoming week and what God's going to do. Father, I thank you for each and every person here today and those that are watching by way of television. Thank you that these blessings are theirs. I pray for a supernatural week of deliverance out of every snare of the fowler, out of every plan of the wicked. Undo those plans even now. And Father, we will not worry or concern ourselves about any situation that might arise this week because we know the moment we need it, we have access to the abundant grace and the blessing that has been so lavishly and freely bestowed upon us. So we dare to believe you. We dare to trust you. We will stand upon your word. Your word is yea and amen. I thank you for increase on every side increase that's coming to them spiritually even now. Spiritual increase upon your life in every realm. Father, we thank you for that. There it is right now. Enlarge them on the inside. Father, that they may be able to receive all that heaven has. That even this week you will speak to them concerning this message that I brought here today, that they would have understanding, that the eyes of the understanding would be enlightened. And then, Lord, as they walk it out, I thank you they will take territory that by your divine grace, doors of opportunity will be opened to them. Thank you, Lord. Everything they need is provided in the heavenly sphere. 
Everything they need is already made available to them. In that heavenly place where you've allowed us to have joint seating together with you. And Father, I just thank you and give you praise. Now as they walk it out, there shall be natural things that shall be moved even this week. Blessing that shall come upon their life. In every realm, they will walk in and receive it. The property that will come into their hands. Houses, buildings, apartment complexes, acreage, whatever they are needing. All to do with the occupation. All to do with occupying until you come. I thank you for that. Everything that's needed for transportation shall be theirs. And they shall walk in the fullness of it. And I thank you. We call it in from the north and the south and the east and the west. Lord, thank you that none of them shall be functioning off the natural realm. They will not even be phased about that which they read in the newspapers or that which they see on mainstream television. They shall only be phased by what your word says. And thank you that they're raised up together with you and given joint seeing and joint access and that you have already blessed them. So let this week be a week of walking out that blessing that between now and next Sunday that there shall be mighty increase on every side, and I thank you for that even now. There it is. Just go ahead and receive that right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you will supernaturally erase debt from people's lives. They shall be debt-free. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing of the Lord that makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. But there shall be rejoicing Rejoicing, 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 rejoicing. Hallelujah. Rejoicing. Yes. Every step of the way. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 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 Today is your day. Now is the hour. And this is your moment that you access this by your faith. Right now, every person that has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying. By your faith, you access what I'm talking about right now. It doesn't matter what your age is. doesn't matter where you live. doesn't matter what your education is. doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. If you believe, then you shall receive the blessing of heaven upon your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Will you humble yourself to receive the abundant grace beyond measure at this very moment, this very second. It's free, it's unlimited, it's beautiful, it's abundant, and it's all yours. Mine, 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 mine. It's all yours. 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 You have it now. It's all yours. You have it now. It's all yours. You have it now. You have it now. You have it now. It's all yours. You have it now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
There are times here I don't even know what to do with myself. cannot walk in this if you're arrogant. You can only walk in this if you're humble. Because the arrogant man cannot receive what's freely given to him. He feels he has to earn it or work for it. But the humble person receives something he doesn't even deserve. That's why when people come to me, they say, what well, do you deserve? I said, I don't deserve anything. None of us deserve anything. But we're not getting what we deserve. We're, giving, we're getting what he's lavishly bestowed upon us. And that translates into your everyday life. Somebody said, what do you think I can do, Pastor? Whatever God tells you to do, you can do. Whatever the Lord tells you to do, you can do.
You receive it by faith. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. How would you react if the thing you were believing God for was met? It's done. It's done. You just have to walk it out. You just have to walk it out. If anyone asks you what you're doing this week, say, I'm walking it out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just begin to thank him. Just take a few minutes right now and just begin to thank him. Thank him for the joint seating, the access that you have. Come on. Oh, we worship you. We worship your name. We worship your name. We worship your name. We worship your name. Come on, come on, come on. Just take a few minutes and thank him. Just thank him and give him praise. Oh, we bless you. 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 Oh, Ramon Daradama Shandri Ekistu Praya, Rambo Rabakanda Librefieste Prepokoya, Mambra Andiristu Prefetele Kamore. Come on, just in your heavenly language, the Bible says you give thanks well. Come on and just bless him right now. Just bless him. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless your name. We bless your name, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. Now, while you're out in the pavilion within this place of worship right now, I want to give an invitation. Maybe you here, you came for the very first time today. Somebody brought you, but you've never accessed this divine grace. You say, Pastor, I want the joint seating. Maybe you've been involved in religion for a long time. You've been going to church, but no one ever told you these things. You were just told one day when you get to heaven. But I don't believe it's coincidence that the Lord brought you here to the river this day. And you that are watching my television as you were clicking through the channels and you stopped right on this channel, I don't believe it's by coincidence that you're watching here today. That God is speaking to you right now. And if you fit into any one of these three categories, maybe you came here today, you've never given your life to Jesus. If you died today, where would you go? Where would you spend eternity? But today you want to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're a child of God and that you're washed in the blood. Then I'm offering this to you free today. Maybe you're here, you're watching by way of television. You gave your life to the Lord in days gone by, but you've grown cold. You're not serving God like you should, but you say, I'm coming back. I'm going to fall in love with Jesus all over again. Today is my day of coming back. It's a new beginning. It's a new start for me today. Maybe you served the Lord, but you allowed the devil to pull you out of that place where you were seated. 
in the heavenly realm, and now you, he's trapped you. But today, God sets you free. He sets you free. Maybe something hidden that no one could see, pride, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, anger, lust, the hidden things. God calls you now. He says, come. Maybe it's something outward that everyone can see and the enemy uses it against you to keep it a place of guilt and condemnation. But you say, no, today is a new beginning for me. Then maybe you see it here today, you're watching in your homes and you say, Pastor, I gave my life to the Lord in days gone by, but a storm came against my life. A storm. A storm came. A wind blew. A sudden divorce, a bankruptcy, the loss of a loved one, a sudden illness, the betrayal of a close friend, the loss of a job. Something happened that rocked your world. But today you say, I'm coming back. I'm going to fall in love with Jesus all over again. Will you accept this free gift today? And then lastly, you hear on the field and you're watching in your homes and you say, I don't have the assurance. I don't know. I don't have a boldness. I don't know that I know that I know that I'm a child of God. And today I want to know that I know that I know. If this is you and you fit into any one of these categories, I want to pray with you and for you. Right where you are, without any hesitation whatsoever, quickly put your hand up right now and say, pray for me. Pray for me. I need Jesus. God bless you. 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 Today's your day of freedom and liberty. Yes. A new beginning for you. You can put your hands down. I want you to look at me. If you didn't raise your hand but want to be included in the prayer, we're going to pray right now. Quickly, slip that hand up and say, include me. Anybody else? Thank you. I want every person that raised your hand, I want you to stand right now. Stand all across the field. Stand. Everyone that raised your hand, stand. Stand, 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 stand. I want you to come from where you are. Come stand here. We're going to pray. Come. Come. To follow Jesus. I have decided... To follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. No turning back. You can take the whole world, but give me Jesus. But give me Jesus. You can take the whole world. But give me Jesus. You can take the whole world. Give me Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. No turning back. No turning back. 
I want you to stretch out your hands towards these precious people. We're going to pray one prayer, one prayer for us all. If you mean business with God, God means business with you. You in your homes, I want you to raise your right hand to heaven and pray this together with me. Let's say this out loud. Say, Father, I come to you in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Lord, you said in your words, if I confess with my mouth, Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. And I believe in my heart that God has raised you from the dead. I will be saved. So, Father, right now, I confess Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart right now. Take out the stony heart. Put in a heart of flesh. Wash me, cleanse me, 